Welcome to the Taming Dragons Podcast, the newest, freshest, most Atlantic Canadian source of information to all the things Game of Thrones LCG 2.0. Each month we'll be examining the news, the state of the game, reflecting on our trials and tribulations with the only game that matters. We'd like to take a moment to thank George R.R. Martin, Fantasy Flight Games, Christian LeBlanc for allowing us to use his rendition of the AGOT theme, and you, the listener. So with that, we'd like to invite you to sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode three of Taming Dragons Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, along with Kyle and Tim. And during today's episode, we've got some news for you, upcoming events, a chapter pack review for The Road to Winterfell, The Melee Pit, You've Been Duped. Kyle sounds nervous because I'm touching his leg. I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> but I like it. Alright, so, news. News, we've got lots to discuss in terms of tournament results. We've had, what, four in the last five weeks? Jesus. Yeah, we've got a lot of showing. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, so we need to make sure that we uh, give proper props to everybody who's put them on. Um, in St. John, there was a winter tournament kit at Heroes Beacon. Um, and we had uh, several of the people there show up. It was uh, really good. We had a crew of... There were four of us who came down. There were four um, of us that came down and then two our, that were yeah. there. But they had three or four that were in training. Yeah. But it's just because it's a really new meta. So Yeah, So and they were terrified of us. So they just kind of sat and As they should. did melees. <laughs> it was more Tim because of his new rocker haircut. Whoa, whoa. But then he baby-faced it up. He yep. brought it back. Brought it back to the respect. I had to, I had to get respectable for work. Yeah. Anyway, to. the winner there... Uh, we had uh, Mark Moses, who's actually yeah. an SJ native. Yay! Props SJ to Mark. To yeah. yeah. Tyrell, so, no agenda. It's not time. looking so good for us there, boys. Yeah. Just got, uh, that good old Tyrell, no agenda, which oh. I saw forever yesterday. Yeah. But anyway. The wave. The green wave. The green wave. The green tide. <laughs> the Mountain Dew. And then after that, what was it? There was uh, Fredericton? No, uh, Halifax was next. yeah, Halifax. We had a winter kit in Halifax. Wasn't there? It didn't happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, Pete and uh, Salty and I made the trip down, and uh, we got to meet uh, the meta coordinator there, Steve French. Was a really good guy. guy. A friggin' amazing guy. Had probably one of the best games of second edition I've ever had with him. Um, and some guy won there. Got in a nice mat. It was cool. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes him. Wasn't it that Keter guy again? It was that Keter guy. Keter, yeah. One with uh, Lannister son. Pulled off some shenanigans to get the Lannister victory. Lannister son. A lot of shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, basically, anytime that Keter guy got Nymeria out, it was a good day for him. A wet dream. It was. And the only thing I learned that day was humility. Yes. Kyle did go 0 for 3 that day. Um... Yeah, pretty sure everyone there beat him, even the random people that weren't there for Thrones. But the story continues. On With the, yeah, next was a store championship in Fredericton. Once again, didn't happen, wasn't there. Tim needs to make it out to more places. <laughs> There's only one event that actually happened, according to Tim. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, that one will be... And we're right. getting around to it. There's two. So yeah, in Fredericton, uh, put on by a uh, friend of the podcast, Matt Henderson... He's uh, he was the TO there. 
Um, he also helps run uh, and has videos that are going to be coming up soon on his uh, website, Northern Gaming Network. And uh, you can actually see Mark and I playing a you few of those. You can see me in all three of them, actually. All three. You can see my my, my really claimed a short claim to fame where I beat Matt Henderson, suck it, and then I lose my next two games. But they were close. I don't, I don't understand. You thought you said he was a friend of the podcast? He's still going to take your yeah. wins with no grams. <laughs> so, Mark has, has about as much humility as... I do, yeah, by the way. So, <laughs> no, it was a good. All of them were good games. They were all well played and well fought. I had a good set there, and then Kyle beat me, and I hit him, and then that that was a close a game. Train wreck for me, and that's Col- why Mark's mumbling right now. Closest game I've ever had in second edition. Um, it was really, really awesome to play. Uh, I wound up going second in that tournament, being beat out by the other guy that we dragged with us was Sam. Sam. Ryan. Sam, great Joe joy, Martel, shenanigans. Good joy, good yeah, joy. Yeah, good job, Sam. Yeah, his deck was firing on all cylinders all day. It was good to see like new people getting like. <laughs> I like to win, but it's actually really nice to see some new people. Win yeah, some second some editioners. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, and just like so that. Well, Sam's been putting in the work too. He's been oh, yeah. every week in and out. He's there and he's t- discussing theories and he's constantly decks, play testing with Lufa. constantly play testing with Lufa and he's bouncing ideas off all of us and. Other people as well. So uh, it, it, that wasn't a fluke. He he, he, he won that. Yeah. Well done. Well oh, done. A- absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, he's an old magic vet too, so he brings a lot of ex- like long time experience. Into the, the only game. fluke was that Tim and I didn't drive down. That's right. Able to be That's there. right. Oh. I mean, har har har. What was that? Here here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was the first Correct. <laughs> Until yesterday, Sam was the best player in all of Eastern Canada. Until yesterday. Until yesterday. And then it became... Tied. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Back off. Alright, so what they're referencing is that we just had our store championship here in Moncton at the Comic Hunter. It's the first of two championships, the next one we're going to be talking about, um, where we had a field of ten players. We had some of the SJ crew come up, um, and we had eight locals, so for a pretty good field, and... who won that one, boys? Ooh, I don't know. Huh? I don't know. Sketchy. I, I think the fact that you didn't get to play me yeah, makes think... it kind of, uh, you know, a modified victory. I think the, the tournament the organizer asterisk. was a bit shady on that one, so I'm not sure how... Can I put an uh, asterisk beside that victory for Kyle? Uh, I was the tournament organizer. But it was uh, no, it was quite quite the experience. I really enjoyed myself. Kyle, what did you play? Uh, I brought a uh, Lanny Wolf deck. Yeah. Lanny Wolf. Great deck. Love that. Yeah, it was yeah, all the, the toys, all the toys. It's my second favorite deck in second edition right now. No, it was a lot of fun to play. Um, I had really good matchups. I was oh, glad by to be the way, I, I told oh. Kyle, welcome to the Jamie Club, because fuck his Nedley ways, they went out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Nedley, what? We're bleeping that, right? We're bleeping that, right? We're PG-13? We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're probably like five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Mentality, yeah. Yes. yeah. No one's listening anyways, fellas. That's true. Just the guys yeah. in St. John, apparently. Hail Hydra. <laughs> yes, Hail Hydra. Hail for... Hydra! Woo! Alright, and we got upcoming tournaments. Um, the big one this week coming up is our short championship and Gamezilla in Moncton. Woo! Uh, we Thank are you. expecting a huge crowd. So we're hoping for a field of over 16 players. 
Um, we're looking forward to having all the Freddy, St. John, Halifax people coming out. <laughs> if any European people are listening right now, please try not to laugh yourselves to death with a huge crowd of 16. We yeah. realize we've, or, we've, we've seen your tournaments, we know. Tickets to Moncton are pretty cheap. Are. The Canadian dollar right now. It's really, really. awful. If you guys want to fly down, we would, like, we'll accept you with open arms. <laughs> but, um, six, but 16 for us right now with the meta... The state it's in and how we're trying to grow it, that, that, that would be amazing. And the yeah. travel involved because oh, yes. it's important to be yeah. able to get people to drive the distance and people yeah. being available. In Atlantic Canada in dead winter, yes. It's, yes. Uh, I was super excited. I don't know about you guys, but I was super excited to see like the seeds of what we sowed in St. John actually build. Because like, we went there, they had nothing, and they already have two players that are like super well, small and coming back back to back. Well, I wouldn't say they had grow. I wouldn't say they had... Nothing. They had interested yeah, they had parties, that, but, but like it was nice. It was a nice inject well, to see yeah. other players in the area. Well, after the tournament, when we went for some tournament beers, yay beers! Uh, just to listen to them talk about the excitement they had and the plans they had for their meta, and it just it just felt yeah, like it was. It's the it's beginning working. of something good. It's working. It's what it's what we're trying to do. Not not that it's all us, but no, I mean no, we're no. we're putting down groundwork too. We're trying hard, but it's like not. Just our work, but everybody's work who's trying. It's uh, it's it's paying off, and that's that's good to see. Yeah, we all feed off of each other because I know down in SJ they're starting up and they want to do a big event for International Tabletop Day, which is going to have a huge Thrones component. Yeah, um, and they're like so pumped to have that, and so we're gonna have more details as they develop it because it's gonna be you know late April, so we'll be talking about that yeah, more I'm to come. Excited. Good job, Saint John. All right, yeah. Is there any more tournaments? Uh, yeah, we got up more upcoming events because it's March and everybody likes to put the store championships in March. We're kind of front runners in Fredericton and here in Moncton. Um, but March 5th at Heroes Beacon in St. John uh, at noon, they're going to have their store championship. Uh, March 12th is Metagames in Fredericton at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Is that a store championship? That or? is also a store championship. Awesome. And then another store championship, March 19th, at the Boardroom Cafe in Halifax, starting at 11.30. Steve French! Yes. Yeah, shout out to Steve French. So oh, those nice. are all of our current upcoming events. Unless you guys know something that I don't. No, that's, no, that's, that's no. about it. That's about that's it. That's a big run now. That's, that's a, a big run. Stuff, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Of, I have to admit, I was a little overwhelmed because when I thought we were going to do this month, the month podcast, we were going to have like a nice little pocket of things, but we have a lot to talk about. I was surprised. I'm happy with it. I'll be too. I'm, I'm just surprised at how filled up yeah. it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it coming, boys and yeah. girls, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, Children of all ages. So, yeah. Yeah, so... other news? Do we have other news to cover, like, in terms of, like, product and stuff coming down the pipe? Because not everybody cares about the Maritimes. Mm, well, but you should. You should. Well, Later. there's a chapter pack that's on the boat, but I think it was... No, it may, it may have been on the boat last time we we uh, talked, and also Wolves of the North is on the boat, so we should be seeing that in the next week or two. Um, it's coming some, out pretty soon. Some scary cards have been leaked from these things. That, that mountain is... Thank you, oh, Team Covenant. That nice. Sweet G baby Jeebus. And Mountain. Um, that's Aller. not the only great card. Uh, <laughs> Get no. Tim started. Valor is coming. How about next week we can devote some time to Valor, Tim? Oh, just for you. I it's a, it's a Tim's soliloquy. And then, Mark, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go and then Mark will cut it out. And, uh, <laughs> I 
a four-hour haiku. <laughs> I guess that would be talking really slow. So a lot of haikus. <laughs> Good 64 haikus involving Tim's love of, of I, the valor. I do love valor. I do. All men must die. He's going to write an essay on it. You guys will sadly have to listen to it. <laughs> no, no. I, I will talk about valor, but not on the podcast, because I don't want to... Uh, I, 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 would talk, I would talk forever about the virtues and greatness and... Fantasticality and the aesthetics. I, I just made that word up of uh, of valor. It's uh, better. I have better art this time around. I, I never liked the art. Of the you ever liked the the valor art? No. You didn't like yeah. the the Terminator. I like the salvation. Uh, oh, the original. I always think of the alt art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. alt art yeah. was pretty yeah. awful. The, actually, original. I just yeah, I just pictured the skull. I correct me. I, I've actually drawn the Terminator foot on that skull a couple times. Yeah, with some old cards. Yeah, because because I am that bored at work. I guess. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so um, other things that are going to be happening soon, the chapter pack, the new one, yep. the King's Peace is going to be coming King's out. Peace. That's going to be out in uh, about the next week, so probably around the same time that this episode is going to be pushing out. And I'm looking at you, Mark. That depends. It'll happen pretty quick. <laughs> okay. If it doesn't, you guys, hashtag Mark sucks. <laughs> Hashtag knights are going to be everywhere. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, knights so, are already starting to so creep people, up. I can't imagine. People, I need you to listen to me. Stop playing Tyrell right now. Do not play Tyrell until the next chapter pack, for the love of God. Yesterday I played against four Tyrell players. That was my entire day. I didn't see anything but Knight of Flowers. I don't want to see more. Just stop. Stop while you're ahead. Wait for those cards to come out. Play them again. Feel the love. Play some Greyjoy. Put that Knight attachment on Asha. And just love that. Yeah, knight attachment on Ash is going to be... Think about that. Think about that. You have the knight and the lady already there. Victory. It's a sweet, sweet package. It's like... Am I allowed to say that? I don't think... I'll be honest. Well, it's a little too late. I think, so, Kyle... Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll take those messages, I assume, and deal with them. Yeah, I didn't thanks. say anything bad. I'm just saying. Thanks, Tim. The inbox is going to explode. <laughs> and with that, let's oh. cut to our review of the Road to Winterfell because we haven't really discussed it yet, and I think we've played with it enough to have a feel for right. what we're like. So. the road to Winterfell. But before we do, I wanted to make a comment just to apologize about our sound issues we had last week. I know we discussed them a little bit in regards to the whole battery issue and risking Tim's family's lives, but I just wanted to reiterate that it was not done on purpose. I know that there was a bit of sound fluctuation the first half hour or so of our podcast last week. Um, the blame does fall on Mark for finding <laughs> that battery at the dump, as far as I understand. Um, but... We now can take a nice shout-out to Panasonic for providing us with a much better battery at the low, low cost of 6 to $10. I don't know. I didn't pay for it. Um, <laughs> so hopefully we sound a lot more loud, a lot more clear, and a lot more in your Chris. face. And once again, Panasonic, uh, you can contact us at any of our you know local haunts to uh, send us free swag. I'm just saying. Mm, free battery swag. Yeah. I don't want any Panasonic t-shirts, though. I'm sure they're no. stupid. No. But anything else. So, aside to side, moving on to the chapter pack review of The Road to Winterfell. <laughs> Kyle's awkward again because I'm still touching him. Uh, we are off topic. <laughs> Feeling up my beautiful locks. Well, it's because you took off your shirt in the intermission. This is also true. It's a veritable forest. Oh. 
<laughs> Alright, so first card. Let's start talking about Stark. Yeah, Winterfell Kennelmaster. Awesome. Uh, what do you guys think about this guy? He's a sexy squiggy. Yep. When uh, this guy first got leaked, my first thought was, what the F am I going to do with him? And then I spent like a week going, I can do all sorts of things with him. He doesn't like burn. No. But against anything else, he's he's a monster. He... It's just the tricks. Oh. I love tricks, and Stark didn't have enough of them in my opinion, and now they have them in spades. Stark is like the tricksiest. Tricks within well, tricks. Martell is still tricks here. The but... spice must flow. But, but yes. They're pretty close now, though. The, the wolf There's plays, some... getting that lady on Eddard, and then slapping him into a hundred different challenges, oh. depending on how many Winterfell Kennelmasters you have in play. Like, it's just... It's dumb. It's just a strong lady synergy. On, I, I, lady I, I, on anybody. I don't want to say the name again, but Lady on Caitlyn is amazing. Because uh, yeah. she's... she's a, She just stops everything. Yeah. Oh, you want a Tears of Lease? Nope. Oh, you want to put it to the sword? Nope. Well, oh, put to the sword, to... you're going to require some other... Well, I suppose not. No, she yeah, can still right. bounce she in the still block. In, yeah, yeah. She, you want to do... I don't care how much gold you have. You can't spend it on anything. Like it's, Or how much stealth you or have. Or how much stealth you have. Yeah, it's... Well, unless you stealth everything else on the board so you can't defend it. Yes, you do, ha- does you do have to, to have a participating uh, start character. character yeah. But regardless, still, such an amazing, amazing deal. Oh. Here's a question. I love two-class chuds. Would you put it on Eddard over Caitlyn? Or Caitlyn over Eddard? It really depends on who I'm playing against. Yeah. Right? And, well, ideally, you will keep a gold. And play the mumbo. And you will put it on one, and then when the situation arises, you go, I have an action, and switch it to the one that's most... You filthy little hookers. That's a good idea. Yes, that's... Well, when I showed you the the fealty deck that I built, that was basically the whole... Yeah, that's that's good. So this basically makes sure that you can't get past the doggies, and that they screw up challenge math pretty bad so if you're bad at challenge math these guys are going to make you weep well, and suddenly that mono icon problem they had isn't gone away but... and it's really um shot up the amount of stark play i've seen in our meta i think almost solely because of that card i didn't think there would be that much because you got to think about it i mean it's really a three card combo yep because i mean you have to have the kennel master you have to have I mean, it's, it's well. It's good to have one of the other direwolves or anything like that. Any but, of the direwolves make but, it fine. But technically, you want lady. That's, yes, that's lady. What, like, is I mean, gold. that's that's yeah. the ideal situation. And you would also want either Caitlyn or Edder, somebody. Or Edder, somebody. Or, well, yes. Somebody's renowned would be nice, right? Or somebody that has a bomb effect. So you're so so. I wouldn't think there'd be that much play with it. But after like I I played it at the uh, the Moncton SC yesterday, and it was the first time I'd ever played the deck. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't expecting to play, but whatever. A long story. But I, I was coming up with new. Co- As I'm playing it, I'm like, oh my god, I can do this and this and this. like that. It was unbelievable how many different variations and combos it you is could pull off, and it, it's just a, it's a fun card. I only ever got to play mine in a melee, and it caused everyone to just ignore me the entire melee. No one swung a single challenge at me because no one wanted to do the math. I had Lady and Ice on Eddard for probably four rounds and everyone was just like fuck that I don't want to deal with it how does the how does the the card read if you control a participating Stark character kneel a direwolf character or a character with a direwolf attachment to have it participate in the current challenge on your side limit once per phase cool so you can only do it really once but that's all you really need to do once per kennel master you have in play not true yeah you got two kennel masters you can do it twice yep and that's pretty much all you're ever going to need really yeah 
Um, usually once is... Yeah. From playing Tim's deck, once wasn't enough. Especially when you're throwing Catelyn into a challenge. She definitely Correct. shouldn't be. She's really shutting down a lot. She's <clears> good. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. To yeah. Ke- uh, Matt, Kennelmaster, good. Kennelmaster, super good. So next one is the Winterfell Castle. This is the one that is during Military Power Challenge, in which you control two or more participating, uh, unique participating Stark characters. Each of those characters gets plus two strength. What do you boys think of this one? It's okay. It's, uh, I, I, I haven't put it in any deck yet. I but. see it as having, a, right now, the only niche being doing some kind of Stark Night's Watch, either False Banner or otherwise. Um, I don't know where I'd put it anywhere else. I, I, it, it will probably get good. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a decent effect. It's, it's just, it's, yeah. And there's enough close. unique Stark characters out there that it will eventually probably have a, a purpose. I just don't see it yet. I, I don't like it. Costs too much. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Unless you're gonna support, like, but that's where I mean. Like, eventually, there's gonna be something like a support of the people puts it in for one gold. It's true, but then then you're counting on a support of the people to go search for it. If you have it in your hand, then then you got to hard cast it for three. That's that's uh. To me, for me, the effect is... It is. It's a really, really solid okay. effect. But I don't want to spend three for that effect. Well, that's where I'm saying, in Night's Watch, at least, where you you can also start putting in that if you win by five on the defense, your opponent can't do any more challenges against you. It Does it give you yeah, plus two on each unique character? Or on each unique start character. Each unique start. So, you, so, I mean, you'd have to ban or Night Watch ban or... Yeah. yeah. But still, I don't know. Maybe. I, but I think that's really the only place where right now it has any worth. Yeah, I think that it's going to become a card that could see more use because I see this future theme of Starks having a lot of unique characters and relying on them. Yeah. Even if they are only like one ofs in the deck, very like 1.0-esque deck building, you know, whatever you happen to pull, but everything is a good card, right? And I think that this will help Starks push through some of the big effects that they want to be able to use, but currently can't. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know that, for example, uh, Starks have a really hard time using Put to the Sword uh, by themselves without like banner support or really overcommitting and telegraphing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can really screw with that, again, more challenge math. Yep. So you add this in with like the Kennel Master and putting in more dogs... You know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, he was attacking with one character. Oh, now this, you know, Summer is now participating in the challenge. Now both of them get, that's an extra plus four to the challenge. Like, now you can put to the sword, stuff like that. I think that it has a place, but right now it's tough and we haven't been seeing it. I agree with everything you said, but still cause too much. That's my opinion. Three money. Three money. Too much. Maybe someday. Not that much. So moving on to Tyrell, they get the Lady-in-Waiting. This is the one that gets to be marshaled as a duplicate on a lady, lady character you control. I actually like this card, but not like in a main way, but it was really good. Like I played it in my, my No Agenda deck over the weekend. Just two copies, just because it was all about duping up your key characters for that night-lady combo. And it does it served its purpose. Like it was a chud when it needed to be well, it's it was a, a dupe when it needed to be it's a it's, it's a save for for marjorie it's a it's save also for an intrigue icon. it's yeah. an intrigue icon if you need no, it to be it's it is not bad it is definitely going to see play in in the, the future, future oh, for sure. that tyrell stark or that well just the tyrell yeah. straight lady everybody wants them the lady knight combo yeah that's gonna Poster, be hobbler every 
H.O. named character will want this in play <laughs> other Hodor. than Hodor. Hodor. It's all the ladies. The hoes. Hodor does get all the ladies. But since dupes are definitely way more useful in second edition than they were in first edition, you know, it helps keep characters on the board. And it means that you don't have to be packing maybe things like bodyguards that, while by themselves, they're not going to be able to do anything. This can help satisfy something like military claim, even in the absence of a yeah. lady character, I, right? I really just see it as a free bodyguard, with the exception that <clears throat> Greyjoy can still slap you down because it's not an attachment. But yeah, it also uh, it also softens the blow of the the coming valor. Yeah, yeah. Moving on very quickly. <laughs> Next card, Lady Sansa's Rose. Oh, the best. Next the week, best. I'm going to throw up because I'm going to see love it that card. every day of my life. That, that card was entirely what the, my mono deck was built around. Probably every mono deck that's come in the last little while. Every so. deck from now on will be packing three Hand of Judgments, irregardless. You have, you have to. That four power claim with freaking Knight of Flowers is bonkers good. And it's such a surprise because you can do it on the defense. You can do it. So nobody can just chump block or chump attack you because out of fear of, okay, I'll just get four power on your swing. Yeah. Or I'll just win the game from 11 power. It's dumb. Good. Yeah. It's, it's really powerful. And it's definitely going to become more powerful as more ladies and more knights yeah. become available. Because right now it's pretty limited. But well, obviously future use is going to just spread. The, the thing that I've found with it is that really because there's three cards you only really see it once but you only really need to make sure you see it once and make sure that you get it off once because that four power jump is significant enough that it probably swung the game I think people are going to start to ooh hey okay Peter, Whoa, I'm ooh. witnessing everyone is touching me today <laughs> it's pretty crazy oh man I, I almost lost my train of thought but, so but feel good magic, magically was still there my hands are soft I moisturize <laughs> I'm thinking that it, you might see resurgence of the plot that reshuffles three cards back in rebuilding? rebuilding I almost played it because just to have because that, that card is so impactful and if you're playing a night deck which everyone will be uh, you want that card, and if you can have that card six times instead of three, yeah. that's... Well, you're already seeing it in some uh, Targ decks. It's five gold, too. All that burn it's in the crown. Oh, and... for sure, for sure. So I think I think that plot, although we're seeing a, a little resurgence of it now, or, well, I can't really say that word, because it's, it's not really... The, the, game, the game's so new. Yeah. But uh, I, I think we'll see a lot more of that plot. Yeah, so I think that the card has been seeing quite a bit of use for anybody who has been either using Tyrell Mainhouse or Banner Rose, because yeah. since it is not loyal, it can work on other houses' knights. I've <laughs> seen it work with which is Stark really real good. well, and I've seen it work with Lannister to a certain extent in the same regards. Tim was playing it's around. bonkers good on Jamie. yeah. He's the other good knight that can make it work. It's just bonkers good. Well, it also, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm waiting for someone to put it on Davos. I tried. Stuff. That was my first design before I went mono rose. Was I was working on a stag. Actually, that whole little stag section I was talking about. Yeah. Literally was. I know like, we talked about it in my car, and you were like, "Peter, why are you doing this?" And then <laughs> I was hoping you would do it. I almost did. It was close. I would have preferred that to what happened to me. The only reason I didn't was left and right. Man, they were money all day, though. They were money all day. Oh, all right. I, that card is awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we like it a lot. And once again, I we're used. We're not. Uh, how do I say this? I'm kind of stammering here. We're we're looking at these cards from how we've played them in the past. Uh, we usually say that before we start. Uh, how things are affecting our meta. We're 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 not trying to this is sit there and go. This is this is this is what we think's going to happen. 
But we're yeah. just saying this is what's happening for us here. Now, yeah. maybe that's not happening in your meta, but yeah. hey, maybe your meta's not as cool as ours. Yeah, yeah maybe your I... meta really enjoys Martel. <laughs> no, no, but I, I just... I, I, I'm just sitting back and I'm thinking, and as we're talking about it, I'm thinking about games I've played and, and games I've watched, and, and it's kind of neat to, to look at the cards from this angle. Well, it's funny, that, that card in particular, getting it, and even in our game, that I got it off once. Yeah. Early. Oh, it was and game that four card, that four power game jump changer. changed everything. Yeah. It was nuts. And, and it was always that way. Except for against Peter, where that could be. Our that game was, was entirely, a totally different story. I'm trying to I forget that game. Yeah, trying to forget that game. I Anyways, played three characters that game. Yeah, obviously, if you guys ever have any other sort of ideas or thoughts about cards that we haven't brought up, feel free to post them in the comment sections. Because uh, we love feedback and we love discussing stuff on the internet. Yay. In a polite fashion. Yay. Tim, give you a street cred. I'm, I'm always polite. <coughs> oh, and light. So, next up, we've got the Unsworn Apprentice for the Night's Watch. He's Worst card ever. No icons, but you can give him any challenge icon that you like until the end of the phase. He's not really the worst character. I like him. I don't think he's bonkers, but he's I like him. him. He fits the theme. Uh, he he definitely fits the Night's Watch theme, and and um, he tricks people. Like that's what I like about it. I mean, it's it's a blatant trick, but it's anytime I've had him out in any game I've played, it's worked out for me because people have to think like, okay, what's he gonna? What icons are you gonna give him? What's he, like, is he going to, anyway, it just, I like it. It, it, uh, it screws up people's math because they can't, they just don't know what I'm going to do with them. I kind of like that focus in this 2.0 where it's like playing with people's heads a little bit. Cause you're right. That, that card does it. And like that new start thing with, Oh, now what's her face is in the challenge with a million strength. It, it just, it, nothing's really that clear cut that yep. it's making like mistakes mean so much more now. It's a lot more fluid. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that card only fits in one deck and one deck only, and that's a Nightwatch wall defense deck. Any other deck, I don't think he makes the cut. Uh, all you got to do is count on him having two extra power for every challenge. I mean, and then once he uses them, you forget about them. So, and I mean, if I mean, if you're you know, if you're lucky in a situation, if you have Nightmare, you can you can still uh, still take away an icon from him because it makes him a minus one. So even if he says. I'll take away your intrigue and goes. Okay, I'll give him an intrigue. Well, you're still at zero. I will say so. that if you're removing an icon from him, that you, unless he's the only guy on the board, you're probably making the wrong choice. Well, yeah, it all depends. And and this, the one thing I like about him is, if you put long claw on him in particular, that also changes games. If you're throwing That's long, because you throw long claw on him and it's like, I'm probably getting a power this turn. I right? still, I still only see him in a, in a niche wall defense deck. That well, that's all they really have. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that is the nice one today. I don't think of. they, I don't think they just do. I think, I think that you can do something pretty funky with with the Night's Watch if you Night's really Watch, want to. They can do. They a, can start to be more aggressive. Like if you like, what was it Long Claw and uh, was it uh, John? Well, Long Claw and John, John, Long Claw oh and this little oh, arsehole. Oh yeah, like you can. Um, you you can, can do all sorts of janky stuff, and I think I think if you really wanted to play it that way, it's it's going to be a tempo deck. You're going to be... Aggro bit. It's, it's going to be like aggro tempo. You're going to be using Varus to reset everything so that you can spit out all your chuds again because you're going to be drawing them all. What? Kind of like the deck you might have brought? Recently. Yeah, which worked two out of four times and would have worked three out of four if someone hadn't decided to swap out a card in his deck, Matt Legere. <laughs> I'm still mad at you over that. Four fingers pointing your direction, right. Matt. Yeah. I'd like to point... That wasn't mid-game swap either. That was... No, no. It was, he showed me his deck before the tournament because he wanted some advice, and I said, this is a really solid deck, I like it. And then he put that freaking put to the sword in the deck, 
And so when I played against him, I didn't expect it. He put to the sword by Varus, turn one, and basically shot down my game. Yeah, I know how that feels. Yeah. Anyway, Whatever, I'm all smiles over here, Mark. You can't bring me Anyway, down. Unsword Apprentice, we have been seeing it in wall decks and not much else. Three um, out of seven. One thing that I will comment about it is that Night's Watch is like one of the factions that really does like to play fortified position and it screws him. It screws with this guy. Like, really bad. So it kind of makes you think about actually putting that fortified position inside your wall defense deck. Next card. It's crappy. It's Brandon's Gift. Oh, this is the worst card. Yeah. We haven't seen it ever. And I, I being a Night's Watch fan, cannot see myself, like, ever playing this unless we get, like, a bunch of... Zero cost builders. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Even one cost builders. Even one cost builders. No, it's not worth it. What do you no. mean? Not to me. Unless every builder well, ends up having itself, right away. and every icon yeah. and everything. If once a lot of builders come out, and I'm assuming they're going to put a lot of the different uh, groups of Nightwatch out. Uh, yeah, because I think I, I I will like it then because it's it's at that two cost price point where I I can accept that for a location. And the way I would play it, it's quasi-draw is what it is. And it refills your hand. If you get a character, bam, yeah, you get yeah, one, right? It, it's... Well, it's it's not that. That's not what I think it is. I think it's the fact that Night's Watch does not, is the only faction that doesn't have the zero-cost location reduce a character right now, right? Well, this it's... is it. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but it's, it's just we only have, what, two builders? One builder? One builder currently, and yeah. Alder's coming, you know, a yeah. couple and, packs and they're relatively the expensive. Well, the way... I... I don't know, the way I'm seeing it, I, I mean, draw sounds funny, but it's it, it's affecting your economy, which right now, economy's at a premium, and, and like, to me, it's... And the Night's Watch are already behind. And the Night Watch yeah, are already, behind, already behind, and, and I mean, you can you can only play so many meager contributions, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, 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 I think this is a, a definite boon, but not for, not for a while. Not for a number of chapter packs. <laughs> yeah. We've seen zero played here. I, zero. I expect zero. you would have to. Nil. Like, Moving on. Yeah. Unless you can put six veteran builders in your deck. Next up, Royal Entourage, the Baratheon ally card that is two cost, three strength, mill, pow, and force reaction after you lose an intrigue challenge, re kneel Royal Entourage. What do you guys think about this? And what have, you, what have we seen from it? I haven't seen it yet. Yes, you did. Steve French played it in his uh, Lannister uh, stag deck. Okay. Well, it didn't hit the board against oh. me. He hit the board against me, but unfortunately he was playing against Lanny Martel, so I just removed all his intrigue icons. I don't like it, so but I think it's because I'm... Oh, sorry, Pete. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, there. it's okay. Don't worry about it, Tim. I still appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it, but only because I believe I'm biased because of the first edition one, that it came in for free. It was so much better. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, so much better. So... So I, I guess I'm a little biased against it. So you know, maybe as the the game progresses and I, I get used to it and I can get a bit more enamored with it, maybe maybe I'll have a higher opinion of it. But sadly, right now, I, I don't think much of it. I almost put it in my uh, when my Tyrell was almost a Tyrell stag. I, I I almost they were like a two of just because I had a lot of intrigue. I figured I'd probably win most of them, <laughs> and, and they were just uh, above the curve, I guess. I just yeah, it's it's one of those things I've tried to put them in decks and it's always one of the things that just gets 
removed right away because the it's not like I'm short on military or power. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. So I could have these guys or I could have left. I mean, right. it's a two cost three strength, so you're you're like ugh. But especially in our meta, and this is the whole point of this, where I see like Lannister, you know, four out of five decks, like or Tyrell, oh like God. or Martell, uh, Bannered. It's just there's so much intrigue that he's never gonna not kneel on a turn that, unless that's first, right? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, obviously, like. This is a card that wants to go first. It's a faction that tends to want to go second right now with all the Neil effects. But, yeah, so we're not seeing it right now. But down the road, maybe with there's a Baratheon thing that wants to, you know, kneel one card but go first and make a big swing for some sort of mm-hmm. future effect. Yep. But right now, not seeing a whole lot of it right here. No. It also has the ally keyword, and that used to be a negative keyword. Uh, we're not seeing any positive or negative traits now uh or so far sorry not keyword but uh, trait i guess uh so so far we haven't seen anything like that but i guess that's another thing I, as soon as i see the word ally i'm like nope not playing that card <laughs> unless it you know unless there's a bomb that's effect. a very 1.0 <laughs> it's true it's true so that's something i have to i gotta dig out of as well and re relearn i guess what i have learned like Allies are your friends, Tim. That's the the actual definition. You're so friendly. (laughs) So much prejudice. That's true. I'd like to come right out and say that uh, I'm anti-ally. I'm just saying, right now. Your melee game totally gets that right. (laughs) Tim, the only guy that can make everyone on the board hate him after two turns. That's right. Two turns. One turn. One turn. First turn, you make one person really mad. (laughs) And then you just Uh, spread the love, as you say. Alright, next card. Next card, Loyal Baratheon event, in the name of your king. So, this is for all the 1.0 vets, basically burning on the sands, but except for only a military challenge. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, it just cancels the entire military challenge. Cost one? Cost one. Cost is it loyal? One. It, it is loyal. Then it's loyal. Then it's, <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's Cause zero in fealty. Just kneel that house yeah. card. It's and very it's a great strong. Card, and yes. Luckily, Baratheon hasn't been seeing a lot of play in our meta, so I haven't been so mad that I wanted to strangle someone for playing it. I love that yet. card. But, oh no, I love it. I want Peter to strangle me. Well, I know you do. <laughs> well, that's, this has gone to a really... Is because we touched really hands earlier? Place. Well, you know how soft they are now? Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> This I can't got, lie, it's true. No, it's just uh, got really weird. I, I just like to watch people, I don't know, lose. I guess. Uh, but no, I yeah, I think that card. It's, it's a bomb card. Uh, it's it has it has. An, I mean, obviously, you want to go first because you still want your military attack. Uh, you know, because if you play that card, you don't get to do any more military attacks. Uh, once no, 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 you still get to do that. It says play only during a military challenge in which you are the defending player. Yes, but then read the second part. Kneel your fraction card to end this challenge with no winner. Until the end or of the loser. phase. Until the end of the phase, you cannot understand. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. you want to so, go first. So you want to... My bad. Uh, so Kyle Rewind. Again. Yeah, okay. That's what stop, I get again. Win one store champ. Alright, go ahead. Write in the comment section. Go ahead. Just do it. Get it over with. I will respond and I will be polite to you. Unlike him. Yes. Oh, that's true. Uh, no, but I mean, but once again, maybe this is another sub-theme they're looking at, maybe trying, you know, because Baratheon does, like you mentioned earlier, want to go second. Maybe they're looking at trying to get uh, a more aggressive, go-first type yep. theme. Yeah. I could see I, it. 
Yeah. Regardless, bomb card. Bomb card. Even if I can't get a military challenge off the next turn, all military challenges were for me most of the time with my Baratheon decks were just another way to get renowned. And so. they'll still nail ya. Yeah. They'll go first and then nail ya. What's That's that what's that three claim military attack? Oh no, sorry. Yep. No. Yeah. Declined. Declined. Oh, you hit the me with the mountain? Declined. Yeah. Declined, yep. And to be fair, I found from my play of Bera, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, they tend to be really focused on the power challenge anyway. Yeah, yep. they are. So, so I mean, team. like, losing that military challenge, you know what? Just toss Bob into the power challenge anyway and win it. Because, I mean, power is what wins you the game, right? Yeah, power is so, a big one this time. Man, I've been playing the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to a card that has seen a ton of play in our meta. Oh, my God, it yeah. is changing everything. Brothel Madam. Well, it hasn't really changed anything for me, but yes, it's, it's it is everywhere. I, it's everywhere. Okay, yeah. I play against Lannister in Lannister. any form. I save a freaking gold, especially if I'm the one marshalling first, because I have to plan around somebody dropping this out when they're marshalling second so that I can actually get my military challenge in. Yeah, you know, if I'm playing my military-focused deck. Yeah, Lannister is really hot here. Like In, our, in all the metas that are yeah. around here. It, Lannister is probably the most represented. It's got all the fancy toys, man. Because it it's got treachery. Treachery alone, I'd play Lannister over it. I love Lannister. It's yeah, it's it's almost every almost every deck I play right now has Lannister in it somewhere, whether it's the the main faction or the banner. And, and she, she's good. Yeah. And, oh, and, and if you're playing good. Lannister in any way, shape, or form, who here is not playing her? That's right. That's right. Oh, I, have I will insert a bird chirping. Bird. Crickets, crickets, maybe. Crickets, cricket yeah. I have maybe. I, I what I the only thing that's changed for me is when I first when I first played her, I played two or three in every one. Now I'm, I'm only playing one, sometimes two. She's a two of. She's a two for me. Like Stank. two of. The only reason why is because I banner a lot. I think if I field I'd definitely go two or three. But I've I've sometimes cut down to one and just use my summons to search her out rather than rather than go for the uh, go for the two of. I just I. I like my combos. I do think there is such thing as overcommitting. I've seen a few dicks. Dicks. Ooh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Where was it going there? Whoa. Our rating just keeps going up. The gutter. Up. The gutter. Yeah, I saw a few decks that were like, and Tim, you actually played one, or were thinking about doing the one, and I think somebody locally tried it too with the supporting the faith. Oh, yeah. The lockdown everything. The, yeah. yeah. But I think that's a bit of an overcommittal too. I think it is, and I think it... To that idea. Yeah. And I, th and like, it... It looks so good on paper, but then when it happens and the person's just like, okay, well, I don't, I don't care. Like, I have, I Yeah, I'm going to win on power anyway, or I'm going to injury and, like, yeah. The other thing I well, found, it hurts Glanny to a certain degree, because all your gold goes away. You unless, want you Tyrion, unless you have Tyrion. I, I actually like that combo. The only reason I, I shied away from it was the four reserve. Yep. That I mean, was the other bad that, thing. To me, that is the yeah, bad that's, harsh. That was, that was the downside. The... I mean, the upside, boom, you can't military, boom, you have no gold. If I intrigue and you intrigue, I have four. A six I'm, gold, I'm, too. You know? So, I mean, <laughs> so, it's, so it's, it's, it's fantastic. However, if you're playing Lanny, you probably got your, your draw going. You, you might have, you know, your, your maester drawing you something. Like, you, you're, you're looking to draw cards because yeah. that's, that's that, I mean, you're winning intrigue. You're Lanny. You want and, your Tywin to be a monster. Yeah. And... <laughs> To, to do that and then just say no, you got to pitch half your hand. You know what? I would rather lose a a money lender. Yeah, you know, to, a, to, a, to a military challenge than lose half my hand. So. Yeah, 
Especially as an early game play. Oh, because yeah. we I, I've seen it happen. I've had somebody play that on me, like, turn two, and then they ditch half their hand, and I'm like, I came out on top of yeah. that. Like, and, and as a late game play, we all know that military, when the boards start to get a little bit bigger, military doesn't seem to mean as much unless you're swinging for a put to the sword or you really want that renown. Yeah. So, I mean... Late game, it's only stalling maybe a little bit. The way the way that my mind processed it was, I might be saving myself from a military challenge, but I just got hit by three or four intrigue challenges without my opponent doing anything. That that's how my rationale worked in my mind. Well, you're shutting one challenge down; it's one less power that they can get potentially. You know, there is some benefits to doing it. It's just like every time I've played it. Or I played against it. It was like I, I wasn't really going to do a military anyway. Well, Lannister has strong yeah. military presence as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So. No, but they have really. Great but it's specific. It's specifically that brothel madam supporting the yeah. faith combo. The that combo. We were talking. Yeah. The combo itself. Just generally, brothel madam. Amazing. We've been seeing her everywhere. She's a great card. I think she has to great be card. in your deck if you're playing Lannister. I really think yeah. she has to be in some form. Or she or finds us a lot. Yeah. And the other Lannister card again. We've been seeing this in pretty much every single Lannister deck. Is the Wardens of the West? That's their new plot that has great gold, great initiative, and a bomb effect that that Kyle would... keeps forgetting to trigger. No, I didn't forget to trigger it. All right, maybe you're just being nice to me. He was beating me pretty hard anyway. Dude, so I don't really. I was blocking that. with Caitlyn. Okay. <laughs> he smashed me hard. I'll, I'll tell you, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this little story real quick, and Salty, I apologize. Oh, it's a Salty story. Like yeah. Um, in the tournament this weekend, I played Wardens of the West, and I banked two gold, and Salty was thinking that I was going to use that to try to empty his hand, because I attacked with Cersei, um, and I didn't do that, because he blocked with everything. Like, he knelt out his Tywin and everything. And so then I swung in with exactly five military strength mm -hmm. with Serio and a nice. Tumblestone Knight, I think it was. Oh, wow. And then I put to the sword his Tywin. Ouch. Because he thought that I was saving the two gold for Wardens that of the West. Yeah. That's the bluffing yeah. of the 2.0. I like that. There's a lot more bluffing in this, this bird. So that's my, like, patting of my own back story. But generally, this plot is Awesome in Lannister. It's yeah, it so powerful. And five gold. I five mean, gold. Any five gold plot. And four effect. initiative. Yeah. yeah. Like if it was zero initiative, you might go, oh, you yeah. know what? That's kind of middling. But four initiative? Yeah. That beats out a lot of other yeah, plots. Yeah, it does. And that card advantage. It, card advantage is so huge this edition. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Intrigue and power are really the only two challenges that matter. I don't want to say military is nothing. But like those two are so huge. And that card advantage of just four cards. If you get Cersei out, four cards. Draws at such a premium, so yeah. if you can if you can empty their hand, especially, you know, uh, I can't remember. Is that the one? Do they get to pick or yeah? They yeah, they, they, get, they get to pick. You're still but but they pick. But then you pull one for the intrigue, so the chances of you hitting something they, they really wanted. really want just increased by, you know, uh, what whatever percentage depending on how many cards they had in their hand. But I mean, it just there's no downside to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and five four one six reserve. I yeah. mean, it's crazy good. That's just it's pushing that card advantage that you want to get as Lannister. Like it's so hard. So we're seeing it in every Everyone. like yeah. base Lanny deck. You can count on it. Yeah. It's understandable why it's only a plot limit one. Yeah, you can't play. Two oh, if there was yet. two, it'd be just 
Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, when you're playing against somebody who's playing Lanny, you have to think, when are they going to play that? Especially if they got a Tyrion on the board, because he yeah. just feels it. I just love triggering it, and then triggering it again with Casterly Rock and play. Love it. The only trick I have against it is Caitlyn. She's saved my butt a couple times. Yep. Other than that, it usually hits and hits hard. <laughs> Good old cat. So, next up, moving on to Greyjoy, and they've got an interesting card. They're one of their intrigue characters, the Reader, which is obviously one of the champ cards, um, reprinted, and he is seeing play in a lot of Greyjoy decks, even though it is might only be a one-of. Some oh, people are playing two. two. He should oh, yeah. be a two. He's, he's a two-of. Mr. Hernandez, I love your card. It is a good card. Yes, Mr. Fernandez. Hernandez. It was an icon set that they sorely needed, and he's got a bomb effect. Draw. It's draw. You will play it. It's draw. It's, it's so discard. Good. It's three cards discard on top of that. That's all good. It's triple pillage on... Triple pillage. He feeds you uh, Euron. Oh, so he draws you a card if you want. The only thing that I have to oh. keep fighting back is only once per phase now, or once per... Yeah, once, yes, per, once phase. per phase. And I'm... The old time, it used to be more than that, so I sometimes I catch myself almost cheating, and then Mark will slap me or something. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, once per phase, yeah. sorry. But could, could you imagine how crazy this thing would be oh, if you okay. if it was like there was no limit on it? Like, yeah. you could get like oh, you could yeah. mill somebody's deck for nine cards if it wasn't right, yeah. and like that would be crazy. They are pursuing um, the mill theme, crazy from what I saw on the news, so yes. this yeah, is yeah. just to start. Yeah, we'll no. see where they take that, right. Yeah. But we, yeah. we definitely know that's a future theme. It's fantastic. It's got it's the intrigue guy. icon, which is, you need that for your... Uh, if you're not playing it, play it. Start. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, for yeah. for Greyjoy, intrigue You are doing it. Just stat. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Play it, love it, enjoy it. Definitely. That's the only time I'll tell any of you you're doing something wrong. Next up is the raiding longship. That's the two-cost <sighs> location where if you're the first player, kneel it. To uh, choose a character without attachments, a defending character without attachments, and that character does not contribute its strength to this challenge. So, if you're playing this card in your deck against me, I will not tell any judge if you remove it before the game. <laughs> just telling you guys, straight up, just do that for me, because I friggin' hate this card. Uh, comboed with these I hate it because it's very good. <laughs> well, it's good, but it, it has a lot of restrictions. Uh, you have to go first. There has to be something without attachments. It costs two. It's not It's not free. It will get it's, worse, but right now it's fantastic. If you're not going first, it's a blank card that you pay two gold for. But Greyjoy wants to go first, and they have so many ways to make that happen. That's true. And the thing That's is, it's funny. It's, 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 it's aesthetic combos nicely with the stealth, right? For whatever you're not stealthing... Now it gets cancelled out by this deck. Exactly. So it's just like it's just a compound effect and it's just good. And think about how many decks want to go second. Like most decks wanna go second, right? Yeah. So you're you're forcing your opponent to do something he doesn't want to do. And anyway. And people have talked about the benefits of going second with Greyjoy because people kneel out their characters trying to attack you and weaken you, and that just leaves fewer targets that you have to stealth. Yep. So, I mean, like... This card makes it so this that card is no great. turn. This Either is, go first or second. This is phantasmagorical. Once again, auto-include in any main house three joy deck. Maybe three. Two to three. I'm Minimum two, three maybe. I, I play two in mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's real good, and uh, we've been seeing it. Yeah. Plus, it's a warship, which buffs Except other things. Them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Them drowned, drowned yeah. men. Yeah, which you're playing in your mono Greyjoy deck anyway. Mm-hmm. Next up, Ricaro for Targ. A card that reeks of potential, but not yet. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Well, oh, I don't. The first thing is while you control another Blood Rider character, Rahako gains Intimidate. I don't think there's any other Blood there Riders. Not. There is not one other. No. <laughs> FFG. Speed that up. Make that happen. Make my Dothraki deck like thing again. Re- release timing. Release timing. <laughs> it's just like Brandon's Gift and Builders. That's all. Kyle's I'm gonna not say. complaining. FFG, your game is fantastic. He loves you. No, I guess that was complaining. That's a little he's, bit of complaining. But positive drunk. complaining. Constructive. We've, Criticism. We've been drinking all evening. complaining. Anyway. Yeah. Ricaro. I have seen him in yeah. one deck. I will not pay six for that right now. I have ever. only seen him in Smash Brothers as a one-of. I've played him in one of my field yeah. T, but then that I took him it. over Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, he doesn't cut the mustard, as no. I say. Not yet. But the there definitely is going to be something in the future. When um, Oh yeah, he's a future deck. He's when, a future character. When the crone comes out, not the crone that I love, but the other crone I love, the seven coster. Miriam um, Asdor. Then yes, I can see him getting some good play, because then she's feeding him power, right? But otherwise... I think it has to be she's feeding him power. Well, it is, no, because she replaces the intrigue. It's military or, claim. Well, it doesn't say military, but it says claim it's on choose it. and kill a character. It, it says claim, but it doesn't say military claim. It just says claim. And her, she changes all claim to kill a character. I so, like it. So, mm. yes. So, they feed each other. And then, he, yes. But. He does have pseudo-renown. So, I mean, that's exactly. not... It's good for it's that not, deck. It's not horrible, but... Six for a four with a conditional renown. I I still I can't. And, and it's on a kill. It, yeah. So yeah. if the character is saved, he gets nothing. Exactly. Saved. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 just too pricey for what it does right now. Yeah. Agreed. Like like I said, I'd put one of them in a Smash Brothers deck where you're trying to get Drogo out and the two militaries a turn with Jamie and shenanigans like that. But I wouldn't put him in anything else right now. All right. Sounds good. Good. Moving on. Moving on up. Get crowned with the crown of gold because yeah. this card is the bomb. It is nice. It hurts to be on the receiving end of it. My story is this weekend, first game, first turn, I roll out a dupe Tyrion and Sam crowns him. And I was devastated. King for a day. A king, minute. Yeah, king for a <laughs> microsecond, and then Tyrion's just gone to the dead pile. Yeah. No, that card is so good. This is another uh, reason. There is a lot, a shit ton of loyal cards, and they are the default fealty deck for me. Like, I, I want to play Targ, other things, but it's like, it's hard not to do fealty, because this I is have, loyal, everything's loyal. I yeah. have played Targ fealty hardcore for a long, long... Like, my, my Targ fealty deck has not has not been torn apart. It's only been upgraded... Since, you know, the, the three first. cores came out, or, well, since I bought my three cores, I should say. And I want to love this card. I want to love this card, but I find myself hating this card. And the only reason, the only reason, because I play it in my deck. I play one in my deck. The only reason is, I must have played 50 games, and I've never drawn it. Not <laughs> once. I've ne- it's a mythical card in my deck. I talk about it, I know it's in there, but it doesn't ever come up. So, the one per deck limit... It 
it, that's tough to deal with. It's it's not reliable at all. Uh, I mean, I suppose you could search it out uh, with the plot, but uh, it's 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 one of those cards that you can't rely on it. You can't depend on it. But when you get it, I'm I'm assuming when you get it because I've never. Done yeah. it, but I'm assuming when you get it, you do the dance of joy. Oh, I love it. I've heard a lot of people refer to it as the fourth Dracarys in a weird way. And it I kind of get it because it's kind of like, it's just that extra bit of burn. It does the same it's amount. A, it's an extra burn. It's it's, it, there's, there's no surprise, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, there's surprise. But another little thing that we talk about, but or that we haven't talked about, but it gives the king trait. Mm-hmm. It gives the that's king, and that's an interesting interaction. Like, like let's say somebody has a bomb tie one out, or they got... Uh, Entered that you have no way to handle it right now. Well, you know what? If you drop them down to one strength or, you know, whatever fluctuating strength Tyrion would be, that's that's not a bad thing. Nope. And then if you put out that Robert's hunting party, yeah, give it an intrigue icon. So, like, not going to say that I yelled that as soon as I saw the card because <laughs> I'm the combo guy, but that was the first thing I yelled at these guys when the card came out was, Robert's hunting party! And then I was like, I don't know why, but I'm doing it! I, I haven't yet because I just, I haven't been feeling like the Targaryen love yet, this edition, only because I was a Dothraki player at heart in first edition, and this edition, the Dothraki just aren't getting the love yet. People can't separate themselves from Lannister enough to play Dark yet. <laughs> That's also a thing. Although I'm not playing very much Lannister anymore. I got away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark, for all those things I did to you. I think the most important thing about this, though, actually relates to what Tim said at the start. He said it's in his fealty deck, and as soon as it came out, all he did was pull one card out of his Targ Fealty deck and put this one in without any thought. It's true. So that means it's a good card yeah. and it is currently in all of our Targ decks. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Even if it is unreliable, sorry, Tim. No, but when it happens, some... you King Tyrion for a microsecond <laughs> some... and then he dies. Someday, Crown of Gold, someday. Just put building orders in your deck. I know it's That's really such a not great a thing, but do it. In the story too. Plus, I always loved seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I've also seen it already happen. It goes really well with rebuilding, which is actually really good in Targ, so you can put the crown back in and your Dracarises. Yeah, fair yeah. point. It's already been done to me, and it was painful to watch. Mm, the double crown. A little bit of love for rebuilding today. Here, here, rebuilding. Yeah. Don't talk smack about rebuilding, guys. I've seen it. Yes. It's, it's mediocre. It'll get better. <laughs> good stat line, though. So, moving on from Targ and all of its love to another card that we've seen that's oh just God. bonkers. Bomb. She love is the bomb. lovely lady that bomb. Peter would marry if he wasn't already. It is Nymeria Sand. So, as these guys know, other than the deck I played yesterday, I've put Nymeria in every deck I've played since this game, since this pack has come out. To my consternation. So three, good. Three of. Three so... of. Good. He's the new murder helper. Oh, she's just she's she's every helper. She's, she's like control freak. I just love her. I love her. I love her. Until I, she gets milked and then you cry. No, nah, even then she's still attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true love, boys. That's, That's true love. Even then we gotta respect his dedication. Even then she's four towards dominance. <laughs> And then if I have Cereo out, well, at least she's... You always see the bright side, Peter. You I have to. Bright side. Look, she's a five cost. I have this beautiful Ariane that was my favorite card until she came out. So she can slap her in. She Whoa, can... care, slapping ladies. Careful. Hey, careful. Hey, oh. 
Seriously, Tim. The stuff you said. Oh, anyway, Nymeria. Like, if you don't know how good Nymeria is yet. Yeah, yeah Nymeria is just. I, I, I could talk about her, but I'm just going to say bonkers good. I'm she's, done. Just, she's the yeah. best card. That's the Rose best card in this pack. Keep going. Was the de facto. Yeah. De facto banner until that card came out. Oh, yeah. To me, she's the new. I mean, I won't say she's as good, but she's the. She's the new. Oh, of course I can't remember because my brain doesn't work. Uh, she's the A card, like the 1.0 A card from Stark with bouncing in and out of shadows. Oh, uh, Mira, Mira, Mira Reed. Mira, Mira Reed. Reed. She, she's, she's the new Mira Reed. I she's, love her. she's amazing. She's awesome. I love her. Yeah, she's real good. Thank we, you, FFG. We like her a lot. And her combo with the, uh, Bastard's Daughters are, is, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, especially that game where you had Nymeria out, Pete. And the three. And three. Friggin' bastard daughters, and Whoa, I almost fair. wildfire turn one just to discard three cards oh, from her just, hand. Just because I have, just because I have to say it. Do you know who works well with Nymeria? Spicy Calliope. Oh. oh, so spicy. Do you know Avera Sanders? Oh, no, so work with her too. Yes, I I do. Do you know that, Mark? Did you ever think of that? No. Mark, okay. I don't know. Jeez. I don't, I don't know if you know me very well, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alright, Indoran's name, stop talking, because that is the next card. Right. That's called a segue, boys. Indoran's name. That was pretty spicy. I want this card to be way better. It's, it's it, a, it will, I will put it in a deck someday. I think it's a melee-ish card. It's an ish melee, the fact that you have to kneel your house card is what really hurts it. Because there's other things I sometimes want to kneel my house card for now, that I, I can't. But not really in Martell so far, is there? Um, no, but because I banner a lot. Right. Right? That's the thing. I mean, it's non-loyal, and in Melee, where Melee games do go that extra mile, it, it can be that big help. Um, I like that, uh... I like it in... Actually, what I like it in is Martell uh, Tyrell, so that you can pay the four gold and, and ambush in that cheeky food for the extra challenge without having to area enter in. I like it in games where you use the, the plot that, uh nukes everybody's uh, what, edict and kingdom plots and they get no gold. Yep. That's you, you play You play that mid to late game mm -hmm. where if you have any kind of advantage and they're trying to rebuild or if you're behind and they're trying to put the pressure on, you can just shut them down and you have a gold explosion that you can, mm -hmm. you know, repopulate your board to either A stabilize or B step on their throat. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say long plan. Yes, that was oh, it. Long plan is good, yeah. Into naval superiority and yeah. then play in Duran's yeah. name and that will give you the gold to put on the stuff. That order. No. But I mean, you like could. You can Duran's name prior to yeah. I call that the the Taming Dragons trifecta. I just made that up. Anyway, know. it's a copyright registered <laughs> trademark. <laughs> it is not a bad card. No, it's not a bad. It's not, not a, a bad great card. card. It's not a great card. It's a, I'm having a hard time card. fitting it in my decks. I, I look at it yeah. every time. Yeah, you don't want to have in your opening draw. That's not one or two in round. my melee deck at one point. Yes, in the melee, it. especially in melee where the games can go that extra mile, unless you're playing against three other Greyjoy players. Like, yeah, That's definitely. Cool. All right. All right, next. Next one. Next up. You know him, you love him, or hate him. Serio, uh, whoa, whoa. Serio The card that almost was as good as Nymeria. <laughs> yeah, it's if, the other card. So, that, so, these two cards are bonkers. So, yeah. so if you look way, way up and see where Nymeria is, Serio's Serio's Sirio, like on her shoulder there. He's 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 close. He's he's fantastic. Yeah, Serio's been everywhere in our meta. Every house has taken yes. this card. Oh, he's a one or two of in every deck. Yeah. 
Yeah. Stealth is so limited right yeah. now. And the fact that just dole out stealth to anybody you want. Like, and oh, I'm going to give it to that guy. Or I'm going to give it's You go it's, from having no stealth to two stealth. It's amazing. Two stealth plus the military icon. So, plus the military. So if people are stripping your military icons or give it to a character that normally doesn't have one, it's it's such a versatile card. It's beautiful. Crazy good. Sierra Pharrell, I love you. Yeah. In recent experience, I will say that Sirio won me the tournament yesterday because I got me. I got yeah. him out so many times, and he just helped put through like all those put to the swords that I was yeah. just banking on that they would eventually work because yeah. I was hoping that I'd pull him. Because him plus Jamie worked very well. Stupid. The only time I've gotten Crown of Gold out was on Sirio just because Salty was say, went on a little roll about how he was planning on winning a, a melee game and no one could stop him and then he flopped out Sirio and he's like sorry guys the game's mine and he came to me and I crowned Sirio immediately on my and he was like oh I guess it isn't <laughs> that's just just me or Sirio the card young Yule Brenner just me not just you no. Not just, if he had yeah. a rifle instead of a... If he was a bit more heavy set, he'd be tell, Telly Savalas. But the way he is right now, you'll uh, bring her. Okay. Um, Tim's the old one, by yes. the way. <laughs> Showing my age. Who's Yul Brenner? Okay, oh. Kyle. Oh. We're gonna go and we're gonna watch um, a couple westerns after this. Oh, couple Yul Brenner's as well. Okay. And you can see he was a, a major movie star at one he point. Was. And I, yeah. He was, yeah. Yul Brenner. He's the man. Check him out. Yeah. Alright. Next card, this one's everywhere. We've Shadow got Black Shadow Black Lane. Where are we seeing this? In Lufa's decks. In Lufa's yeah. decks, in Targaryen. Yeah. Targ was the thing that I was thinking of. Because they've Targaryen. got the in-house events, right? Yeah. Um, so I've seen like searching those out. Seen it a couple times in Lannister, but people are having a hard time fitting it. Yeah, that's the problem for this the card is I can't I, I like it. In I theory. want it. It's one gold, it's it's cost effective, but I can't seem to fit it in. I can't. It, it always gets cut. Yep. It always gets cut. I want it, I love it, but it gets cut. I would play one in Lannister Fealty, which I haven't played yet. <laughs> and I would play one in Targ Fealty. And I think when more events get printed, it'll be an auto-include almost. Well, for, yeah, for certain For certain, for factors, certain decks. Yeah. But, because I mean, any kind of semi-reliable search is bonkers good. Yep. But right now, because it's so few and far between, usually what I find myself doing is looking at the cards and going, oh, I wasn't going to draw that, and then I shuffle it away. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I really... You should be putting it in your Martell melee deck. Yeah, we'd probably go. That'd be you like, need the extra draw. That'd be where it would end up, just to make sure I could get that second Doran's game if I needed it, or someone peeled one in front of me. Or your confiscation, or not confiscation, your um, confinement. confinement. Absolutely, yeah. Or if you start playing it. Which no one plays yet, but unbowed, unbent, unbroken. Which I think really right now could, is only legitimate in melee, but yeah. is a lot of fun. Well, currently the only decks that are really running like a lot of in-house events, like most houses. If I'm not wrong, I could be, but a lot of them have nine in-house events, but they're not running them all. No, like no. Lannister is usually running three treacheries. A couple of things I do for maybe. love, maybe, maybe. That's, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe, and like, for example, uh, what's the other one? Hear me roar. No one plays. Like, no, no, one plays we haven't been seeing no. people play that, and so because of that, it's just the event density of in-house stuff. Exactly. Now, if this was, like, just go find an event, mm -hmm. it would see a ton of play. Yeah. But I think that 
future play, yeah. it's going to be yeah. absolutely That's a good point, critical yeah. in so many decks. Yeah. But And the reason why I think you could do it in a fealty deck, particularly Targ. Targ is amazing because, net, to me, the thing that is most scary about Targ, and whether you do it as a tricky play or not, is when they keep that one gold or they keep their fealty. For Dracarys. And you're like, do they have Dracarys or not? So there's that. But then there's drawing it, showing your opponent that you have one, and then being like... Pick what you do wisely. Maybe I have to. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. With, with Lannister, it's just a little bit extra draw. It's that potential to get the treachery, and who Probably cares if they know you have the treachery. Yeah, Lanny is the worst choice, because like you were saying, like Lanny almost doesn't really ever take in-house They take five. Events, well, three. They take three for sure, but then the rest are all kill five. neutrals, for the most part. Yep. Tears put to the sword enhanced judgment. Mm -hmm. It'd be good in Martell because Martell's a lot of a lot of uh yeah. a lot of well, your confinements and your right. and your Dorn's games in particular. Yeah. And uh maybe anyway, Barra. Decent card. It, it will see more play, just not yet. Yeah. Agreed. Actually yes, Barra eventually, just they don't win in two challenges. Yeah. Next up we have two neutral plots. We have the first one, trading with the Pentoshi. This is the 10 gold, 2 initiative, 1 claim, and when revealed, each opponent gains 3 gold, and it is kingdom traded, with and a plot deck limit of 1, and reserve of 5. And cannot be cancelled. Yes, cannot be cancelled, the getting of the gold. Never give your opponent anything, that's my philosophy. So, <laughs> I can't play that card. I, never I also card. cannot play it, I can see decks where it works, I just can't. I can see decks where it works, but I just can't give my opponent 3 gold, I can't do it. Here's the deck that Worst I would play it in. Seven, you have ten. Yeah, they can still pay for anything. Yeah. Well, no, but here's the deck I could play it in. It would have to be like a like an intrigue heavy Lannister deck where I've already peeled off every card in their hand, and then I play it so that like there's the chance they top deck into something good, but probably not. That would be it. Or but, maybe, or if you're playing Greyjoy with that was it that new plot or not the new event uh, loot coming out where you're yep. using their gold. Yep. Yeah, I suppose if you give them more gold than they can spend, that I would guess, be it. Uh, <laughs> but um, the it being a kingdom, I will say this: this is the reason why this card is why I won Halifax. Sorry, Steve. Like you played a wicked game. We had such a close game. But when I uh, played naval superiority into this on you, oh, like that snap. was the turn. That was five zero. It oh. was. Like, it had been swinging both ways. It was such a close game, and then this happened. And, yeah, like, that scares the bejesus. Of, not just giving my opponent three gold, but the chance that I will also still end up with zero scares the bejesus out of me when it comes to this card. So, yeah. Yeah, that card is always, uh, it's not one I, I'd like to play. Yeah. Nope. Uh, ten gold, I like it. So we've been seeing it just a teeny little bit, people trying it out, but then yep. people get burned by it, and yep. we've been seeing a very quick retraction. Back. Sam played it in that Greyjoy deck that he that he won with. Yeah, he really stood by it too. Like uh, yep. Sam, Sam really did. I mean, I still hold my reserves for it, but I mean, it's one of those cards that you, I could see it. The only the only condition it ever works is like you you're winning so much you don't even give a shit. So you play this card because I don't care what you do with your three gold, but that's still something you're banking on. It's not. And if if you need to play the high cost curve, like if uh, I or suppose that. later when um, uh, first snow winter becomes a thing, and maybe people start upping their cost curve. I don't know. Anyway, I think we've we, quote, we've, well, we've covered the pros and cons. To quote to quote a great military leader, give them nothing and take from them everything. That's that's, true. I'm sure, I know that was, you know, from a movie, but I'm sure someone great in history said that too. So. Gandalf. 
Um, I'll, I'll close it out with, uh, I feel that if this plot starts to see a lot of play, we will see a huge push for naval superiority index. Like, I feel like they're really like these yin and yang yeah. plots that will just yep. be seeing play with each other. Also, yeah, I was fair. I was almost super unsportsmanlike when I did naval superiority, you Steve. And luckily, I wasn't. I hope you took notice, but I did almost jump up and cheer. So, <laughs> dick. I didn't. Ooh. That was the point. I didn't. I was too busy. Even though they <laughs> thought of it, oh, look, what, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have been like, "This is the greatest thing that ever happened." <laughs> look at this. <laughs> you wouldn't have like flipped the table and been like, "Eh." <laughs> That was me giving the finger to everyone at the table, by the way, guys. By the finger, he meant thumbs up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, this is an unmitigated political disaster. Political. The card that everybody talked about but then never played. That's what uh, I call this. You played it, okay, I played it yesterday. You're an exception to everything, Pete. Played it yesterday, and I had it go off twice, successfully, and didn't get to play it the other two games because they just ended right away. But, yeah, um, it's not... Fantastic yet. The reason why I put it in my deck yesterday was actually because of Greyjoy. I was trying to figure out the best way to deal with Greyjoy with my deck other than just splooging my board with a hundred guys. And, um... Which is a strategy. Yeah, is. which is it a is. legitimate strategy. But uh, I figured political disaster with all... with, I mean, Greyjoy decks are playing 16 to 19 land. Like, um... Locations. <laughs> Locations. Magic player. Magic player. Yeah. Actually, actually uh, Night's Watch has the best strategy against Greyjoy, just in their freaking Rangers. Although it's true, but I wasn't playing very many of them in that deck, right? So, because I was going with a different I, strategy. I like that card, but I don't fear it because I, I'm one of those people that I could play 58 locations in my deck and somehow only draw <laughs> two of them two of them somehow yeah. like i don't know it's i i never draw locations so but uh yeah it, it hit off really well in my game against lufa um she ended up with just um the mander and um uh high garden in play I she never... lost all her income and then i used it on mark and mark it didn't hit as big i think he lost two of his income locations but still both in both situations it it worked out in my favor, and I... And that would ignore the pleasure barges, wouldn't it? It would. That's, yeah, wow. I never thought of that. It was, no, it played out pretty solid. I was pretty impressed with it. Um, against uh, Matt, Very I didn't low. get to play it, and against Mark, I, I think I played it, but it was like, by that time the game was over. It didn't matter, neither. It was such a... Neither of us played any locations. <laughs> we had no gold, but shitty it, characters like, the entire game. Like, seriously, it was the worst slap fight that I lost it from the beginning. It was horrible. It was awful. My best character left and right and don't get me wrong yeah. they are good but they should not win you games so left long. and right one mark that game because he had left and right out the entire time and I pulled one other character the rest of that game after I varused I varused I had a knight of flowers in hand he intrigued it out of my hand and then I was like okay well I guess I'll play nothing for three turns yeah, yeah, it was great. That was, that was my favorite game in some ways. <laughs> it was we, so funny in retrospect. We did play a second game that was much closer, but it didn't count towards the tournament. But yeah, oh, it was just the worst experience. Um, you know what card I never draw? is Milk of the Poppy. I never draw that card when just I Just put one. It. You only need one. <laughs> that Jim caught me like this door. I apparently drew like two every game. So. Oh yeah, you got me. Oh, you... This last turn, this last tournament, turn one, milk your editor. Okay, confiscation. Turn two, milk. I'm like son of a gun. I was doing some yeah. magic with milks. I was McMilked. Well, that's it for this chapter pack. Yeah, it was a good one. Overall, well, because the game's still so new, the chapter packs right now have 
such a big impact on the game. I mean, that'll change as we get more packs out. But right now, almost every card is a game changer. Yep, game changer. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm looking through the list here, and I'm counting seven cards that we declared were bombs. Eight. Like it's a really good pack. Yeah, like eight bomb cards out of twenty. All right, well, thank you guys for this episode. We're actually going to be cutting it off here because the chapter pack review went a little long. So hopefully you still got some good stuff out of it. It was pretty intense. I mean, there's so many good cards. Yeah, I think uh, going forward when we do our chapter pack reviews, we're going to limit it to six or seven cards, maybe call it something like Bomber Bust or something really snazzy that'll catch your attentions. I'm not sure. That'll, that's up to Tim. Tim does those. Tim does those. He makes the crazy things. Tim, people it's news to me, but yes, I do those. Tim's busy playing with the battery. Tim wants to practice for the tournament tomorrow. There is a tournament tomorrow. That's not entirely the reason we're ignoring you going forward. So what we're going to have is another part coming up real soon that's going to include our melee pit, uh, as well as the tournament recap, because this is our big store championship in uh, at GameZilla, and so we're hoping to have a lot of people there. Yep, and so like we just said, we're going to make this a, a two-parter, and we're going to release a second cast here in probably about a week to two weeks' time, rather than our normal monthly ghetto. Word. So, once again, thanks for listening. I hope you had a good time. Peace. Oi. Have a good one. Dragons out.